Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My roommate ruined her life and our friendship over a man. So I'm going to drop some context in order to have the story make a bit more sense. Me and my friend, let's call her Jay, were looking to rent an apartment together. After a dispute with multiple apartment complexes beforehand, my parents ended up buying a townhouse. They liked the city I was living in and decided to make an investment. But at the same time, they would let us rent out the place for cheap in order to avoid sleazy college town landlords. They let Jay rent as well since they believed that she was responsible and a good impression on me. Now on to the story. We first moved in maybe over a year ago. We were really excited about having a nice private place. Everything was fine and we had no real problems. That is until she adopted her dog. We'll call her Bella. Bella was a big hound dog. Now, this is important because we lived in a small townhouse with a very limited yard. Not only that, the dog was surrendered by a previous family because she was excitable and dangerous around their very young child. Bella was not potty trained and knew no discipline, so she was very hard to control. We basically had to keep a constant eye on her. Granted, Jay seemed to love Bella and took care of her. However, she never took the time to train Bella, so the bad behaviors only worsened. Poor Bella did not have the room to run around or play in our small backyard, so she was always full of energy, which mostly became destructive. And again, she was a hound dog, so she barked day in, day out. Flash forward about seven months to winter around Christmas time. Jay had broken up with her toxic boyfriend who lived in the house rent free, which is a story for another time. He was a real piece of work, relatively recently. She was going through her ho phase, talking to a few dudes from Tinder. I didn't mind it, as long as her awful ex didn't come back. She met a man, we'll call him D, and right away he was a walking red flag. I swear, this man threw a whole tantrum at this girl when she left a party before he got there, and he was mad that she didn't stay just for him. I tried to tell Jay, as a concerned friend, who has seen a thing or two from crappy men, that he was not good for her, and that she should date the nice countryman who went out of his way to take care of her. Long story short, she ended up with Dee. As soon as they got together, she practically disappeared. She stopped staying the night at the house almost every night, which was no biggie, except for the fact that Bella was always left at the house. This mostly meant that I was the one to take care of her every night. Now, I don't mind helping out, but I didn't get a dog because I did not want that responsibility. Gradually, over the two to three weeks after dating Dee, she spent less and less time at the house. After the dog started to pee on the carpets more and more frequently, it started to become a major chore, especially since I started to get very sick, like concerning sick, and it was becoming too much to handle. I texted her saying, hey, you should take Bella with you to your boyfriend's place, or you can spend nights here, but I'm getting a lot of stress because I can't handle this. I was brushed off. Another week goes by, same stuff keeps happening, I'm getting sicker, more stressed. 
I send another text, more direct, saying something like, hey, if you're gonna be away for so long, you need to take care of Bella. I am very stressed out and she is not my dog. Jay calls me after this and I tell her she needs to take care of her. I get screamed at and as I am responding to her, she hangs up. Everything is tense at the house and I start to become uncomfortable in my own home. At random times of the day, Jay and her boyfriend come by to let Bella out once a day and spend 15 to 25 minutes in the house. After visiting, they leave for the rest of the day. Bella now only really gets care from me and I'm becoming more and more enraged. Without me being there, Bella would not get care for over 36 hours some days. And at work, she pees on the floor and tears things up. So after a long day at a minimum wage, I can look forward to the messes that I get to clean up. With things so tense in the house, I install a lock on my door. I mean, people I don't know are coming into my house at random times of the day, so I think that's fair. Guess not. Jay decided that in response, she will lock Bella in her room. I did not have a key into the room and poor little Bella had nobody to take care of her. Jay continued that same pattern of visits and sooner or later, the whole house started to smell like dog pee. So I start getting my parents involved. She eventually stopped paying rent. Super pissed at the damage the dog caused and the general treatment Bella has had, my parents gave my friend one last opportunity to leave without issues. They gave her a termination for her lease that she can agree to so that that way she wouldn't have an eviction on her record. She never signed but agreed to move out as she was wanting to move in with her boyfriend anyways. But she stayed past the time limit that my parents gave her, like weeks, and was practically just trying to use the house as a kennel for her dog. So after many warnings, they had to push for an eviction. With the massive amount of evidence stacked against her, she quickly lost the case. She has since moved out. We had to tear up floors because of how ruined the carpet was. I was finally able to relax and get back to my life, but the kicker is really in the update. A friend that works with Jay is a friend of mine as well. At her party today, she filled me in on basically what happened after. Bella was given away. They now have two puppies instead. Apparently her boyfriend was cheating on her since the beginning. She lost the management position that she had and was demoted. They have a joint bank account that has been scammed. She is sad that she has no friends and no place to live. Basically, all the stuff everyone thought would happen, happened. Now, I have cut a lot of the awful things that she has done to me and the dog for the sake of keeping this from being way too long. But trust me when I say she did this to herself. I am not sorry for her. I just hope that Bella gets that big yard that she deserves. And now in the comments, people who treat animals terribly are the scum of the earth. That poor dog. I'm sorry you had to go through that. And OP replies, yeah, I know. I always grew up with dogs and it genuinely hurts my heart to watch a dog go through it. You were kinder than I would have been. RSPCA the moment the dog was neglected. Anonymous call. If the dog goes out of the house, 90% of the problems are solved. Not the least of which is the doggy being treated terribly and not cared for. And OP replies, I actually really considered it. I felt like it would have been too much to go through because I had a cat of my own. I feared she would retaliate and harm her. Plus, I was worried we couldn't have enough evidence to have the dog actually taken. I read a lot into it and animal cruelty laws in my state. 
Unfortunately, it is more lenient towards offenders since it is a more rural state. Our next post is titled, Even Tinkerbell Has Had Enough. Years ago, shortly after I had left the service, my girlfriend, now wife and I, moved in together, halfway across the US from both of our respective families, and to a place where we both had friends as a result of our military travels. One of my wife's friends, we'll call her Anna, had gotten married in the intervening years since they had last been together and was in the process of a divorce since her husband had knocked up the checkout girl at the local orchard. She had left the home that they owned, which was a single wide trailer and is important later, she had left the car they owned, which she had solely paid for and was still in her name, moved back in with her parents and got a second job. She already worked at a large big box retail establishment. And of course, my wife and I commiserated with her on multiple occasions about how poorly she had been treated. Anna made a remark at one point about missing her bills that month. My wife asked, what bills? You live with your parents, you have two jobs, no credit cards, and you never do anything expensive. What could you possibly owe anyone money for? It turns out that she still had a checking account linked to her ex-husband's account, and when he decided not to pay the mortgage or the car payment, they simply took it out of her account, marked the loan current, and went on with their lives. Shortly after the divorce, he would make most payments, but for the last year or so, he hasn't made a single one. So ex-hubby has perfect credit because he never misses a payment, and Anna's credit is in the toilet because she is constantly late on her own bills. Anna may have two jobs and not a lot of bills, cell phone, car payment, insurance, but when she's making someone else's mortgage and car payments as well, she's pretty much broke, and that's why she never does anything expensive and has to have me change her oil in my gravel driveway because she can't afford 20 bucks for Jiffy Lube. I asked her why she didn't close the accounts and go somewhere else. Anna's answer was, but if they miss their payments, the bank will take their house and their car, and they have a baby. I can't do that to them. I did the Forrest Whitaker eye. Then I said, they're taking advantage of you pretty badly. They've established that you'll pay all their bills for them, and they can do whatever the hell they want, because you will never force the sale of the house or the car. If I had an option to pay my bills or pass it off to someone I don't like, I'd let them do it every time. He's paying an electric bill and getting a free house, car, and everything else, and I guarantee you that he's handing these bills to the social worker and claiming he can't afford to live in them so they'll give him WIC, food stamps, and everything else. You are funding the lifestyle of an asshole who cheated on you and a woman who knew he was married because every time she came over, she made him take your wedding pictures down so she didn't have to look at you while she screwed your husband. You are paying bills for a guy who was so dumb that he thought he couldn't get a woman pregnant that he wasn't married to and a woman who thought that if she had an orgasm before she came over to sleep with your husband while you were at work, her egg would be gone and she couldn't get pregnant. That dumb, naughty word was using a sex toy as birth control. You see, I may not give a rip about most of my family, but you do not mess with my friends. She gives it some thoughts, and a couple of days later asks for some help out of this. I took her to my bank to get an account the next day. She moves her direct deposit, withdraws her money, and closes her old account. The next month, the ex-hubby's bills don't get paid. We're watching a movie when he calls. 
She spends an hour in a screaming match with him, telling him to pay his own bills. She has been charitable enough, and he and his new wife can pay for their own crap. Then the penny drops. Remember earlier when I said the house was a trailer? Anna has been paying the mortgage on the trailer, but not the rent for the lot that it's on. They never had her checking account. The entitled prick has been assuming that she's been paying that too. She assumed he had. He hasn't even figured out what's coming yet. He's calling because he's pissed off, she hasn't paid the lot rent in forever, and he's being told to pay up, move his trailer, or they will do it, and hold the trailer in arrears until the bill for moving it is paid. He's calling to ask her for another $6,000, or they will lose the home they both loved so much. Now, up until this moment, Anna had been this sweet, wonderful gumdrop of a person, the type of person that it should be legal to slap if they are encountered before 9am, the relentlessly sunny person that you send into the room to cheer up Tinkerbell. In the better part of a year, I haven't heard this woman say a bad thing about anybody, until tonight until this guy called to complain that she hadn't been paying enough of his bills. And she loses her mind. She lights into this guy that he had better figure it out because he's not getting another penny from her ever again. And while he's figuring out who to beg, borrow, or steal that money from, he may want to get a little extra since he's about to get the overdue notices for the house and the car too. He starts screaming so loud, I can clearly hear what he's calling her from across the room before she calmly hits the end button, flips the phone over, pops the battery out, sets them both down on my table, hits play on the VCR, and then morphs back into a normally sunny self and offers to make popcorn. On Monday morning, she went to the lawyer, filed a no contact order, filed for bankruptcy. Her credit was already a mess. There were bills her name was on and she didn't want that splatter all over her and called the dealer that owned her car note, told her that she couldn't make the payments anymore and offers them a voluntary repossession, has them bring out their tow truck and meets the driver with the keys and the paperwork. Signs them forms, asks the driver oh so sweetly to drop her off at her parents' house on the way back to the dealer and waves at her ex from the passenger seat to the tow truck as he comes running out of the trailer wearing only a towel. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Over the course of the next month or two, he lost his job because he couldn't get to work anymore, his wife had to go back to weighing pears at the orchard, turns out she'd left her job when Anna was paying for everything, and sell his record collection, which was what he had been spending his money on while someone else was paying for everything. 
On the bright side, I picked up original vinyl copies of Abbey Road and Yellow Submarine for a total of $5 because his idiot wife running their yard sale didn't understand why the old crappy records were worth anything anyway. And that is how Tinkerbell burned some entitled asshole's life to the ground. Our next post is titled, She Just Thinks She Deserves the Job. So I'm a hiring manager at a neighborhood branch of a big library system. We get a lot of folks interested in working at the library for any number of reasons. Sometimes they truly love the mission, they have experience in education but want to shift out of the classroom, they have English degrees and no idea how to use them, etc. Sometimes we just get people who apply because they live nearby, they want to walk to work, and our pay is decent. Not great, but decent. I do like hiring people with a connection to the community that we serve, but your reason has to be better than, I want an easy commute. I always try to be straight with people about their chances because we get a lot of applications for each job opening. If you don't have relevant experience or a related degree, it's probably not going to happen. I'm always happy to work with people on their resumes and get them hooked up with our volunteer department so they can get experience if that's what they want. I hire a lot of former volunteers, especially young adults who are teen volunteers who need their first real job. Sometimes I have to speak with people who applied and were not interviewed because they want feedback or they just want to complain to me. Whatever, it's part of the job and I'm always happy to give feedback if it will be utilized. One woman, Linda, has applied for several jobs and has never been hired. She's a regular customer who is rude to my staff and who clearly doesn't know how to use a computer. Nothing wrong with being computer illiterate, but that's a lot of what we do help people with computers when they don't know how to use them. It's a key skill for our staff. Anyway, Linda demanded to know why I didn't interview her. I explained that we had a lot of candidates who had worked or volunteered in libraries before. She claimed that I was unfairly giving preference to candidates that have experience. I was speechless at that point. What other metric am I supposed to use to hire people if not relevant experience? And now in the comments, I'd love to be in the room when you explain how her behavior towards staff is a contributing factor, along with computer illiteracy. I mean, I know that it'll be a full-blown Karen moment, but sometimes you just can't look away. This misunderstanding of the word fair is unfortunately quite common. People often use the word unfair when it means they don't get what they want. There is no amount of reasoning that can make them understand that they are absolutely being treated fairly. Ah yes, the unfairness of actually giving credit for experience and hard work. I hear it often as a teacher. Our next post is titled, Sad Lady Gets Mad at Fast Food Employees for One Laughing. This just barely happened and honestly, I cannot believe it. For those of you who don't know, I work at a fast food establishment that specializes in steak burgers and frozen custard. I'm working the drive through window along with my co-worker Isabel. Fake name, but she's on headset. Now for context, my place of work believes that the employees should have some fun. We tease each other and joke around. Anyways, Isabel was in the back joking around with another co-worker when a car comes through wanting to order some custard. When Isabel answers the headset, she's still laughing a bit. The people order and come back around to the window. 
Before I can even begin to give them their total and accept their payment, this girl from the back of the car gets out and asks if I was the one on the headset. I told her no, and she proceeds to yell at me, telling me to ask my coworker Isabel what was so funny that she was laughing while answering them at the speaker. I tell them she was probably laughing at something my coworker did or said, and then she continues to yell at me. Here is everything word for word. She says, are you the one with the headset? I say, no ma'am, that would be my coworker. Ask your coworker what is so funny that she is laughing while taking our order. Uh, she was probably laughing at something a colleague did or said. It doesn't matter. I work in customer service and that is bad customer service. Ma'am, our managers actually like us to laugh and seem like we're shut the hell up. Now, when she told me to shut the hell up, I wanted to get my manager and have him refuse her service, but I didn't know where he was. But like, how sad do you have to be to be mad about a fast food employee laughing? And now in the comments, what a cow. If I go to a restaurant, shop, whatever, and see employees laugh, it makes me happy. It shows they have a good workplace and that makes them more keen to deliver a positive service. And OP says, right? She almost made it seem like my coworker was laughing at her or like laughing was a bad thing. That entitled Amber Herder sounds like a narcissist who believes the universe must be forced to revolve around her. I hope you told your manager about this abusive customer in case she comes back and tries to pick up where she left off. And OP replies, I did. I told him what happened and what she said. He told me if she comes back to let him know. My manager is the best. He really cares about the safety and well-being of his staff. I work in tech support and a woman put a written complaint in about me for being too cheerful. Wow, some people really be miserable. It's one thing to be a bit irritated about someone's level of energy, but to go out of your way and spend time to lodge a complaint is such a shitty and miserable thing to do. The best revenge for people like that is to show them their misery doesn't affect you. And OP says, we did. My coworker accidentally sold something that we were out of and I laughed about it right there in front of the open window while the sad lady was still there. Anyway guys, that's where I'm gonna end the episode today. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down below and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.